Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of Conversations Beyond the Pew, and I am your conversationalist, Reverend Kara Hildebrandt, and I'm about to burn up. It ha- Another heat wave has hit the Midwest, um, so hopefully I won't uh, sweat too much while uh, recording this, while talking with you all. I will survive it. I will. I know it's summer, but still, it just shouldn't be this hot. On today's episode, I am talking about taking stock of our values, and this conversation really comes out of what I preached on on Sunday, and I looked at the apostle Simon Peter, and how Peter... Uh, he he has this moment where he denies Jesus, and he denies Jesus three times, and it's almost like this sense of he's in such bad shape. He's in a really scary predicament, and he sets aside his values or the values that he thinks he holds dear, like the value of friendship and the value of loyalty, of the value of following Jesus. But in this moment of extreme consequences, of the extreme unknown, that he sets aside those values. And so it got me to thinking not to pass judgment, but instead really got me to thinking about our own values, about my own. Like, what are the values that I have? Not just the values that I say I have, but what are the values that my actions say that I actually have? And so it really kind of sent me down this this path of pondering, of of trying to figure out how do our values kind of maneuver through our lives? How should they be maneuvering our lives? Like, are there values that we need to let go of that we are like, man, I need, I need to stop this. I need to set it aside. I need something new. And what are the values that we should be holding onto and not just for ourselves, but also sharing with others. What are the values that we really need to possess, that we need to be, our actions need to be coming out of? And so when I think about those, like how do we decide what do we value? Sometimes it seems that we decide what we value as to how we kind of feel, like what makes us comfortable, what we desire in life. But really, if we begin to delve deeply, how do our values really need to be shaped, formed? How do they need to be connected to our own health, whether that's health in mind, body, soul, our relationships? How does how do our values help us to live an enriched life? And it's one of those things where we may think, you know, I don't spend a whole lot of time thinking about what I value, but our actions generally will show what we really value. Not just of our own selves, but of others. Like when we get upset with someone else because of their action, even when their action doesn't impact us, what does that say about we what we value for ourselves? Right? Like honesty. If I say I value honesty, then my actions 
should look like that, right? I should be honest. And then when someone else is dishonest, is that then does that provoke a reaction? Does that provoke a feeling? Because that is something that I value. And if we're looking biblically, if we're looking throughout the the Hebrew scriptures and then the New Testament in the life of Jesus and even in the other writings, the letters, we can see that there's something that combines all of it together. Like there, there's something holding intention, all of the different stories, even when the, the details of the stories contradict one another, even when you're kind of like, well, that's a crazy story. Often, if we look deep, we can see that there's a connection and that the biblical text seems to value life. And that life be able to flourish, whether that's life of humans or even like all of creation. Yes, there are wars and there are different elements that pop up in the Hebrew scriptures. But really, really, if we're looking through and seeing the whole narrative, we can see this connection of life flourishing. And we see it especially... Uh, with the Exodus story, with the Egyptians leaving Egypt, their lives were no longer, weren't flourishing in Egypt. And so they needed to be in a place where their life flourished. And then we see it again with the prophets. The prophets get angry with the kings because the kings are doing things that hampers life flourishing for everyone. Only the rich and the famous and people of a particular type are impacted. And so the prophets will go to the king and say, whoa, wait, everybody's life needs to flourish. What are you doing to those who are poor, those who are hungry? What are you doing to those on the margins? How are you making sure their life is flourishing? So usually when we see the prophets coming at the different kings and the rulers, it's because there's this sense that not all of the population is flourishing. And so how do we begin to think of flourishing for everyone? What does that look like? And for each person, it's going to look a little bit different, but how are we able to make life flourish, not just for ourselves, but for someone else? And then we see with Jesus, of course, of he wants people's lives to flourish. And so he even talks about it with those who are all about the law, 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 law. And he's like, whoa, wait a minute. Okay, if you see somebody that's hurt and it's the Sabbath and you're not supposed to work, you need to go help that person because you need to help them in their life to flourish. And we see it when Jesus says, whatever you've done to the least of these, you've done to me. It's that sense that we're all in this together. And so how is life flourishing for each of us? this value of do we hold it really dear or is it just something that we like to talk about? And we see Paul discuss it in his letters in the context of freedom, that people are free. They are free within God. And it's, it's kind of interesting to think about the biblical text as having that overarching narrative of valuing life a flourishing life. And so in our own lives, hearing that, 
of thinking through, okay, if the biblical text is, is that what it's doing of trying to help us understand what it means for our own selves to have a life that flourishes, what are the values that we have that go with that? And then what are the values that we need to wave goodbye to? And I think about in this day and time and not saying that I am immune to any of this, but thinking about the values that it feels like our society kind of expects, like the value of busyness or the value of being a workaholic or the value of self-deprecation or of ignoring others or our success is tied to our bank account, our happiness is tied to our bank account or that our world revolves around us. And so in this sense of thinking through of what are the values that we hold, what do our actions say that we hold, that we really need to say, no more. I I need to lay that value down because it's hampering us from having a flourishing life. And then on the other side of that, what are the values that we should be holding on to, cultivating, taking up? What are those values that say, okay, here's how I can be healthy in mind, body, soul, relationships. Here's the value that I need to have. And each of us, we kind of all have to answer that for ourselves. But we have this thing of being able to put it against what the the biblical text says so that it can kind of, it gives us guidance that we're not having to come up with it on our own. So maybe we say, you know what? I really do need to value connection. So if we really value connection, then not only do we have to think about that connection and how we're cultivating that on a one-on-one basis, but we also have to look at where are we being hampered in our connections? Are we sometimes being hampered in our connections by being online too much? Now, social media certainly has its place. Uh, Being online certainly has its place, but do we allow some things to actually get in the way of connection? What are the things that we need to be valuing, that we need to be cultivating taking up, holding on to, and saying, you know what, this changes my life for the better. And as I was going through this and and thinking about that, I thought, you know, wouldn't it be interesting? Wouldn't it be interesting that if each of us listening, if each of us actually wrote down our values, like what we want to have as our values. And what if we did that with the people that we were closest to? Uh, Maybe that's somebody that, that lives in your house, or maybe it's someone else. But what if we actually sat down, wrote down the things that we valued, and then discussed them? Would we find something out deeper about ourselves and about each other? Would we find out where we maybe aren't so close and then other places where we are even closer than we thought. What are those values that we could have a conversation about? Because this isn't an exercise that's just meant only for ourselves, only to help ourselves, but instead 
an exercise in helping us to understand one another on a much, much deeper level. And maybe we'll have conversations from that about what do we need to change value-wise or what do we actually struggle with? Like, I, I really want to have the value of, but I struggle with putting that into practice, what, of letting that be really what the default is in my life. And we might find out new ways of being on the same page, that maybe we write down our values and realize, oh, that's why we have an issue. Like, that's why we struggle with something, because we aren't on the same page with our values. And so my hope is, with this discussion, with thinking through what your values are, what you wish them to be, what you wish to put behind, and what your actions say you do, that you come to a deeper understanding of yourself and of other people in your life so that, so that we can all live an enriched life, so that our lives can flourish, so that we can be healthy in our mind, body, souls, and relationships, so that we can live differently because really, that, that's what Jesus was all about, was like changing our lives for something greater, for something better, for understanding the world that we live in and how we maneuver through it on completely different levels, on a brand new level of saying, stuff's going to happen, we're going to struggle, You're going to have times of uncertainty, of unrest, of great pain and suffering, but how are we going to maneuver through that? How is our life going to flourish even when things aren't going the way we want them to go? My hope is that wherever you are this week, that whatever the struggle is or whatever the joy is, that you are able to have a life that flourishes. May your week be full of joy.